coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. God commands us to have joy. For man has nothing under the sun, which, (laughs) of course, we got to do more than eat, drink, and be merry. You got to go to work and enjoy um, what you do and come home with some money so that you can eat, drink, and be ready. Because it's hard to be happy if your bills aren't paid. It's, it's hard to find the joy when you don't have funds. So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within with Lisa L. Dalton. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by studying the Word of God being honest with who we are and making the changes we need in order to find peace within our soul. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on social media at Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. I'm on Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram, Dalton.Lisa and LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Today's podcast is going to be great, guys. I'm I'm so excited about this podcast because I'm going to share a little bit about um, where I was the past couple of weeks mentally. Uh, We all have those times when we uh, question whether whether we are where God wants us to be. Um, But before we get into the podcast, I just want to say Valentine's Day is uh, tomorrow, (laughs) Friday. Yes, Valentine's Day is the day uh, to show love and appreciation to those that uh, we have intimate relationships with. Um, Not necessarily sexual intimate. Y'all, we know that uh, intimacy doesn't mean sexual. But have close relationships. But for me, that would be for my husband. Uh, you know, we call each other love. So that means we're showing and giving love every day. But Valentine's Day is that special day. So men, be sure you go out and get your roses or candy or whatever it is your lady likes. And um, if um, she likes chocolate, give her some chocolate. If she likes roses like me, get her some flowers because I don't eat chocolate. And um, going out to eat, it's always a challenge for us because we eat healthy. So we just assume to stay home and eat something really nice and healthy. And my husband gets me beautiful flowers and I give him a beautiful card and we're just happy together. So don't forget, get that loved one. Ladies, you get your, get your honey, a card or whatever it is he likes, get it for him for Valentine's Day. We're celebrating Love Day. Um, yes, it snowed last Saturday. Exactly. We had um, tornadoes. We had uh, snow. We had cold. And we had hot all in the same week. A sure sign that, um, as my grandmother would say, Jesus is coming soon. But the Bible speaks of that. You all know he speaks that we won't be able to tell the seasons. 
And today, um, I know yesterday I was able to uh, rake my yard, get some of the leaves up in the pine needles. Uh, it's February, guys. It's supposed to still be cold. But anyway, it's not for us to decide in our debate. It's God's thing, and we just um glad we're here to experience the weather. That's why I am. I'm just glad I'm still here to experience the weather. On today's podcast, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's do this first. I just want to give a big shout out to my husband. I love you, love, and I am so super proud of you. Leviticus um, single, God is love, has um, been going up the charts. We were number one last week, uh, and we were we are number one again this week. On um, let me get that for you guys. I'm gonna give it to you right. Ah! Let's see. Uh, here we go. Do I have it right here? Oh, man. I don't have it right here. I do. I, hold on. Yes, I do. I have it right here. We were number one on the Nielsen's BDS radio. BDS radio. We were number one last week, and we are number one again this week. So... We give God all the glory for that. You know, we work hard and we work hard. And, and in due season, you will reap if you faint not. That's what the word of God says. So if you haven't gotten the CD yet, you can download it on all musical outlets. Or you can um, hit my husband up on Facebook, Stephen um, LSOC Charlotte, Leviticus Singer Charlotte on Facebook and just hit them up and we'll get you one in the mail. So let's get into the podcast. Don't give up. Someone is listening when purpose and doubt meets. Let's open up in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name and we just praise you, Father. We just thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for Jesus dying on the cross for our sin. We thank you for every door that has been opened. We thank you for the doors that have been closed as well. For we know in the closing of the door, there is something better on the other side. As long as we stay faithful and we don't faint while doing well, you are working things out for our good. And in your word, it says that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and who all the call according to his purpose. So since we're talking about purposes today, Lord, we want to be in your will. We want our own purpose to be about you about serving and about giving back to others and as we study this lesson let the lesson uh, pierce the heart of someone to uh, understand that failing is not an option stopping is not an option that we can do all things through you that strengthens us in jesus name we pray amen 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 so today's lesson is um, don't give up. Someone is listening. I will say there are days when um, I question whether I am where I'm supposed to be in my walk and in my calling, even though I am uh, a happy person 95% of the time. Uh, 90, yeah, 95% of the time. I'm pretty happy and I'm smiling. But um, this week um, was one of those weeks where I was just questioning why do I write blogs and why do I do podcasts and why am I writing these books? 
and I was just in a place of doubt. I was questioning my call, just wondering if um, I was really where I was supposed to be with the Lord. And not just that, um, operating in the church and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the ministry. Am I supporting my husband the way um, that is needed for the ministry? And sometimes um, when we sit back and we feel like we're not things are not being produced the way we want them to be produced, that we're not walking in our call. I know I'm not the only one that has those feelings. Um, with those thoughts running through my mind, I be really, I really began to doubt um, why I was doing Finding Peace Within. And yes, I smile all the time, but sometimes I do waver in my calling. And I listen to podcasts throughout the day. And I stumbled against a word and I say it was a word from God because we do know God will send his word in many forms. And Monday I was listening to some podcasts. Many of them were just random podcasters, not people I normally listen to throughout the day. Um, some of the people I knew and some of them I didn't. But as I surfed through the podcast, um, I was on Spotify. I decided to listen to Oprah's Super Soul Sunday podcast. And on one of those podcasts, she had Dr. Edith Eva e. Egler. Dr. Edith Eva Egler, PhD. She's 90 years old, guys. And she was just, her mind was right. Her memory was good. She spoke fluently. And the, the good thing, the surprising thing about her, she was 90 years old and she just wrote her first book. She is also a Holocaust survivor, and she wrote her first book called The Choice. I haven't gotten the book yet. I have so many books I'm reading right now. I, I, I just read books, several them at a time. And um, I got, I was listening to uh, to the book, listening to the podcast, and um, I was like, Lord, I, I just need a word. Even through the podcast, I was still praying. And I was just asking the Lord just to give me a word uh, to let me know that I am walking and doing what he has called me to do. And Oprah asked Dr. Edith um, a question about her book. She said, um, what do you want people to get from your book? And this is where, I, I mean, I almost fell at my seat. <laughs> Dr. Edith said, I want people to find peace within i was like what i had to i had to hit rewind i had to you know scroll it back and she said i want people to find peace within i couldn't believe she said that find peace within that's my ministry guys y'all know that Finding Peace Within is my ministry. I have it on my t-shirts, the front and back. And that message um, is what I needed from God. That's the message that I want people to get from my writings too. That's the message I want you all to get from the podcast, from the blogs, from the YouTube channels, from my books. To find peace within. Yes, I said, thank you, Lord, for giving me yet another answer. Another message of hope, another message of purpose. I tell you, when we seek God in our times of doubt, when we seek God in questioning whether we're where we're supposed to be, when we seek God in all the things that we're doing, 
he will give us an answer. And right when I was uh, ready to stop writing, sometimes I feel like, you know, what's the point? Who's listening to me? Who's reading the blogs? You know, who's listening to the podcast? Sometimes you can get discouraged when you look and you see maybe only five or 10 people listen to the podcast or only, you know, two or three read the blog. But then I can go and look and see 55 people actually read the blogs. Then I was like, man, God, this is this is what I'm looking for. But again, as I was saying earlier, we get discouraged when we look and only see one or two or three or four, because we're looking for this big number. We're looking for a huge following and everybody's just looking at me every day. But what does the Bible say? If one, if one person accepts him, heaven rejoices. So if one only one person was listening to my podcast and one person was reading my blogs and only one person read my books, then God is pleased. Heaven is smiling because that's one person that has decided to uh, listen to the word of God. And my prayer is that they decided to give their life to God. That's why we do what we do in ministry so that people can find Christ and give their lives to him and i've realized that i can't give up and neither can you because someone is really listening and waiting for your voice there there are people really listening and waiting um to hear what you have to say they want to know what did god i have one of the um one of my co-workers she'll come to me maybe twice a week and she'll say lisa what's the word for the day what is god saying for this season or for this week or for today and i always have a word for her because number one i spend time with the lord which you all should do first thing in the morning if you can't do it in the mornings whenever seek god first seek god first and i want to give you guys some um six like six signs that you may not be living in God's purpose. And I'm going to give you six ways to regain your purpose. Here we go. Number one, six signs that you may not be living in God's purpose. Um, Psalm 57 and 2 says, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. This is key in understanding God's purpose for our life. God has numbered our days, guys, and we fulfill every purpose he has for you. Our days are numbered. So if you don't know what your purpose is, I pray that you seek God and ask him, what is my purpose, Lord? What is it you have me here to do? We, we, um, we know the tragedy that happened with Kobe Bryant um, and so many. I mean, I told my husband one day we were just talking. I said, everybody that died today was here yesterday. Think about that. Everybody that died today was here yesterday. Days are numbered. So don't waste time doing things that God has not called you to do. 
Um, another thing that can keep us from walking in our purpose is sin. If you are blatantly living in sin, um, this is one pretty straightforward way of knowing that you're not doing what you need to be doing according to God's will. If you're disobeying the word of God and you're not living in God's purpose, you're, you are, um, you're certainly not walking according to his purpose for your life. If you lack joy and excitement, Galatians 5 and 22 says, Sure, there will be difficult things you encounter that require patience and persistence. But overall, you should have a sense of joy and excitement that fills your days, your work, and your relationships. Galatians 5 and 22 if you wake up every day filled with apathy or you dread um, going to work, uh, you don't like doing what you're doing, uh, you're probably not work, work walking and uh, operating in your purpose. That's one thing that we always wanted. You want to feel good about what you're doing. I know on my job, shoot, man, there. A few few weeks ago, I'll just go. A few weeks ago, I was like, "Man, I, I'm ready to transfer out of this department because things were just crazy." I'm just gonna be honest, but God has created us uniquely, and He has really given good things planned for us. He has great things planned for us, and a lot of times we want to leave situations, and God didn't tell us to go. I know for me, I know there is a reason why I'm still where I am. And I'm still, um, I, God hasn't, you know, told me to move, even though I try to move on my own. But there are people there, there are people coming to our team that needs the joy of Miss Lisa. And one of my coworkers told me this morning, she's like, oh, Miss Lisa, I can't, I can't not until nine o'clock. She said, I just wish I could just come in the mornings like you. You're just always so happy in the mornings, but I'm just not there. What are you taking? What, you know, what vitamins are you taking? I say, baby girl, I come in, I wake up happy. I wake up with joy. You know why? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I know now that I'm really operating where I'm supposed to be. So that's one thing that we all should really look at. If you lack joy and excitement, you're probably not um, walking in your purpose. You don't feel much fulfillment in life. If you go about your days experiencing little fulfillment, you may be wandering from your God-given purpose. Fulfillment comes from doing rewarding, meaningful, purposeful things. From a job that taps into your skills and passions. From a relationship that involves giving and receiving. From hobbies that are invigorating instead of mind-numbing. You may be doing some boring things but that are unfulfilling. But if, you entire, but if your entire life is gray, you probably need a change. So if everything in your life is doom and gloom, it's time for you to change it. Can't no one change it but you. No one but you. If you're feeling down and out, I don't care how many 
podcasts you listen to or how many sermons you listen to, if you don't begin to renew your mind, you got to you got to renew your mind. What's that scripture? Let's look that up about uh, renewing our mind. I'm going to look that up in here. But God wants our minds to be renewed. You know, he doesn't want us walking around renewed mind. Renewed mind. Yes. Let's see. Romans 12 and 22. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We have to renew our minds in order to know what God's perfect will is for our lives. You work so hard that you don't have time to work. You work so hard that you don't have to work. You know the feeling of pointless work. You go into the job and you clock in, you do your work and you just come home and you just collapse in front of the television. You just, you know, you just, the weeks go by so fast and you, you just don't even know what what is going on in your life. I think they call it... Um, living but not having a life. When people say, do you have a life outside of, of work? That means, do you have anything that's fulfilling you outside of work? All true joy you experience comes, all of your true joy that you experience comes from your work. You need a hobby. You need a hobby if your only joy comes from when you go to work, clock in and clock out. You need a hobby, something else to put a smile on your face. Ecclesiastics 8 and 15 says, And I command joy, for man has nothing better under the sun but to eat and drink and be joyful. For this will go with him in his toil through the days of his life that God has given him under the sun. Ecclesiastes 8 and 15. God commands us to have joy. For man has nothing under the sun, which, (laughs) of course, we got to do more than eat, drink, and be merry. You got to go to work and enjoy um, what you do and come home with some money so that you can eat, drink, and be ready. Because it's hard to be happy if your bills aren't paid. It's it's hard to find the joy when you don't have funds. You know, the, the, the Bible also says that money answereth all things. But it's the love of money that's the root of evil. So we're not loving money. But money does answereth all things. If I gave you $20, you would immediately put a smile on your face. Especially if you don't have $20. Even if I had $20 and somebody else gave me $20, I would still put a smile on my face. Would you say that this kind of joy characterizes your life and your work? If not, you may need to rethink where you're headed in your career. Rethink that. If it doesn't drain. Now, on my job, I I take pleasure And I get joy when I can actually put a period at my task for that day. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy my team. 
But if I can't, I got to be able to put a period at the end of a task. I can't just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and not getting results. That's called, what is that called? (laughs) Being stupid, being foolish, being dumb. That you, you know, that's crazy. You don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and over expecting different results. You don't want to do that. Next, if you feel stuck, if you desperately want a change, but also feel totally stuck in your life, that's almost certainly a sign that you're not walking according to God's purpose. Those who are stuck want to go into a particular direction, but do not know how to get there. So they spend time wheels. They spend time just going around in circles spinning their wheels, marching time, feeling endlessly frustrated, but unsure of how to make the frustration end. We got to seek God. We got to seek God. And then you don't have a clear direction. He says, seek me first, the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added. Seek him first is what he says. Seek me first. Seek me first and all of these things and his righteousness and all of these things will be added. So how do we find our purpose? How do we regain our purpose? Go to God in prayer. That's the first thing. It may seem obvious to some of us and some of us we don't even know. But if you feel purposeless, ask God to give you wisdom and direction. James 1 and 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. He gives wisdom generously. But someone to give something generously generously means there is no limit to it. Oh, they just gave it away. Oh, they just gave it away. That's how God is with the wisdom. He's just giving it away. You know, they're just giving food down there. They don't care. Just come and get all you can get. I know sometimes um, people have yard sales and they say, uh, grab and bag so whatever you can grab and put in the bag you can just take it man god's wisdom is like that whatever you can get in he's giving it to us freely god wants us to um give our purposes back to him yes and to do that we got to get wisdom from him the next thing you need to do is dig into his word Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word brings light to paths that otherwise seem dark. Remember, my husband and I did a podcast uh, earlier about about Jesus being the light. Jesus is the light. And in the Bible, we learn how to live wisely in God's word. Which is the first step to finding our purpose. When we are in the light and um, the lamp is on our feet guiding us. When we put that word in our hearts and we walk in his light every day. God, where do you want me to go to today? Who do you want me to talk to today? You know, where am I going with this anointing today? The grace that he's anointed us to have. What am I going to do with this? 
you know, the Bible also says, um, let me find that scripture. Um, he's, he, um, here it is Ephesians four and 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Every gift that we have, every purpose that God has um, given us the grace to have is for edifying of the church. You may not be an apostle, you may not be a prophet, you may not be an evangelist, nor a pastor, nor a teacher. But somewhere between the five, between these fivefold ministries, your gift resides. I am a teacher. I am evangelist. I have the gift of prophecy as well. I study. I study my craft, as my husband has told me over and over and over. Study your craft. Study. If you're going to be a teacher of the word, that means you got to study the word. If you're going to be an evangelist and go out on the highways and the hedges and compel men, you got to understand what that walk means. You got to understand the sacrifice that it takes to do that. And if you're going to walk in a prophetic, you got to spend time with God fasting and praying. He says, these kind come through fasting and praying when the, when the, um, disciples couldn't cast out the demon jesus told them these kind come through fasting and to cast out this type you got to really have your anointing on you you can't just come in here dry you have to really seek god so in these five gifts i guarantee you your purpose lies here even if it's singing that's a singing is a point of teaching, but you're teaching it through song. We all have a gift. We all have a gift. We have to cultivate those gifts. We have to cultivate them. Determine your passions. What is one thing you're particularly passionate about? Really? This can be anything. Business art. We have pastors of business. Every pa uh, elders of business. If you have pastors who are teachers. You have pastors who are squalors. We have elders of finance. We have pastors of education. What everybody's not going to be in the pulpit. Everybody is not going to um, be out passing tracks. You know, ministries under the bridge. Everybody won't have that. Everything won't even require money. Sometimes it's just getting out and showing love. You know, some of us have um, the ministry of helps. All our gifts are to help the body of Christ. Determining your passions often helps you figure out what God has called you to do. I have a passion to talk and I have a passion to teach. I have a passion to lead and I get on this mic and I do it. And I teach every opportunity I get to share the word of God with someone. I do that. And not just teaching the word of God, but 
I educate on my job. I train on my job. I love teaching. I've been teaching the teens at church. I have so enjoyed teaching the teens and sharing the word of God with them. And I get to um, be very high, energetic, and come in with all my heightness, you know, with the young folk. And they, too, be looking at me like, Sister Lisa, really? It's too early. But we do have a few ones that are morning people like me. But just understanding what your purpose is. It's often said that God works at the intersection of our gifts and our passions. So where do your gifts meet your passions? Where does your gift meet your passion? Where does your gift meet your passion? That may be God's purpose for you. Now I heard Steve Harvey said, um, he had a passion for playing basketball, but he didn't have the gift to play. <laughs> so be sure you are focusing on what you are gifted to do. Okay? Just because you have a passion for it doesn't mean that you are graced to do it. So be sure that you, when you're seeking God about that, that you also have the grace to do what it is you're called that you are desiring to do. Proverbs 11 and 14 says, where there is no guidance, a person falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Bring others into your life. Don't be at this thing by yourself. Don't be out there trying to figure out, you know, how, how do I start a podcast? Or I had to go search and I had to connect with people that were already doing podcasts. How do I write a book? I had to get connected with people that have already written books and that knew how to do it. So don't go reinventing the wheel when it's already invented. Connect with people that are already doing this. On social media, there are a lot of people connecting for different reasons. I know on LinkedIn, it's mainly business. I had someone to um, reach out to me yesterday wanting to connect with me. Someone that I met, I think like 15 years ago, she wants to reconnect with me. Why she's seen how I'm moving about. Not sure what it is, but I know she's a shaker and a mover too. So here we are. We may connect and do some great things out here for the kingdom of God. So don't, don't think you got it all together. There is someone out here that can help you get it together and help you create a good product. My last book, I, um, Today's Investment, Tomorrow's Return, I gave it to the editor. He read it three times. He said, we want to make sure you have a good product out here to give to the people. So don't, don't ever feel like you can't connect and ask for help. The Bible says, where there is no guidance, a people fall, but in abundance of counselors, there is safety. So be sure to connect with someone that you can get advice from. You know, how do you go about doing what it is, whatever it is you have a passion for? And take a take time um, to pull away. Take a solitude retreat. You know, even Jesus on Hebrews eleven six is reminded that God always rewards those who seek him first. And we know Jesus took time to pray. He he got away from the disciples for 40 days. He went out in the mount and he stayed up there seeking God. So don't feel like, uh, you know, you can't take a break. 
You need a break and seek the Lord. If it's a three-day fast, turn over your plate and seek God. Where are we going with this ministry? If you feel like your ministry is not going where you want it to go, make sure that you have sought the Lord on the next step. Lord, what is it you want me to do in this season? In this season. And in the end, trust God. That's the most important thing. Trust God. Um, trying to discover your life purpose can be stressful, overwhelming. It can be uh, when such big and confusing, confusing, frustrating uh, subject, you're just trying to figure it all out uh, on your own. You want to move, but you're not sure how to do it. Connect with someone. Even ask someone. There are um, uh, little surveys you can take on spiritual strengths out here. Just Google it. Spiritual strengths. Uh, assessments. How do I find out what my spiritual strengths are? Let me see if I can find that for you guys. Spiritual strength. Strength. Uh, survey questions let's see spiritual strength survey spirituality questionnaire survey um i just googled it and it comes up if you're not sure what it is find out here's a whole thing my faith gives me a feeling of security totally disagree however i view the future with optimism i have the experience of feeling of being absorbed into something greater this is um survey monkey somebody posted this out here there you go spiritual questionnaire help you identify your strengths and of course seek god god where do you want me to be how can i better serve the people of christ psalm 23 2 through 3 says he leads me besides their waters he restores my soul he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake they though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me trust god trust that he will lead you where you should go where he wants you to go i know when um our pastor of education asked me to teach the teens i haven't taught teens in um a good 20 years and teens are different now than when i was teaching first of all everybody didn't have a cell phone none of us had cell phones especially not the children you know, and every generation is weaker and wiser. But uh, I had been teaching, you know, the older saints for so long. I thought it would be a good thing for me to teach the, the children and allow me to um, to share with them some of my experiences as a teenager. One thing is for sure, we were all teens at one point. We were all children at one point, and we have a story to tell. If you've been delivered, I say it all the time, if you've been delivered, you won't have a problem sharing your story with the world. And I tell you, teaching those teens has just been so rewarding for me. Even though, you know, the first part of the week I was questioning whether I was where God wanted me to be, just knowing um, and getting that word, while I was listening to um, the podcast for Oprah, 
I was like, wow, this is what, this was for me. And I had been going through and going through. And I said, Lord, I just need a word. And when Dr. Dr. Edith said she wanted people to find peace within, I was like, yes, Lord, thank you for the confirmation. And we need that from time to time. We need that. Um, I'll say um, our takeaways from today. Pray and ask God to give you your answer. Pray and ask God to show you where you need to be. What is it you've been anointed and have been given the grace to do? And listen to his voice when he speaks. Have a journal when you're praying and seeking God and he begins to speak to you. Write it down. Don't be so prideful that you don't ask for help. Find someone that's already doing what you want to do. And they can help you develop that and move without doubt. Trust God in all things. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. In all things, he will direct your path. Life is about choices and we can choose to stay down or we can make a choice to stay up and go further in him. We all have a part of that fivefold ministry. You just got to find it. Seek God first. I can't say it enough. Seek God first in all things. Seek Him first in all things, and these things will be added unto you. I pray this was helpful to you. I pray that you now know that you have a call on your life. And you need to seek God and where he wants you to go with that gift. Shall we close out in prayer? Lord, we thank you today, oh God, for your love. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, we thank you for just opening up our eyes to see and our hearts to receive that which you have for us. We thank you for anointing us for your call we thank you for anointing us to go out here and spread your word to the lost and those that don't know who you are god we offer christ to them today it is as simple as accepting you as um, the lord and savior believing that you you died on the cross and you rose for our sins We thank you today. We ask that you be with those that listen to the podcast on today. Give them strength where they're weak. Touch the bereaved hearts, oh God. Give them uh, the assurance that all things are working together. And that you will never, ever leave them alone. Ever leave them alone. We just thank you, oh God. We thank you. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now go out and make it a wonderful week. Happy Valentine's to everyone. And remember to smile, show up, and succeed every day. A centered soul is a centered mind. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. You can find me on Instagram 
at Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can follow me on Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. And follow me on Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. I even have a website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs, you can find the books that I've written, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind.